Laguna Niguel, California, March 27th, 1972. It's Monday morning at the United California Bank. Employees prepare to open for business. When the bank manager tries to unlock the vault door, it won't open. Somebody call a safe company. A technician from the vault manufacturer arrives 20 minutes later to check the door's locking system. He works for hours. The combination is right, the tumblers are in place, but unexplainably, even the expert can't get it open. It's not working. Looking for another way in, the technician climbs into the rafters above the vault. He is stunned to find a hole cut in the roof. Below, a second gaping hole leading to the vault. Agents from the FBI Santa Ana Resident Agency immediately respond to the bank. The first investigator to survey the cluttered crime scene is Special Agent Jim Conway. Upon arriving and getting up on the vault and looking down at this hole, we could see a pile of rubble, uh, I would say six feet tall and expanding out. Once inside the vault, the technician discovers a screwdriver jammed into the lock's gears. Agents suspect the thieves wanted to delay the discovery of the crime. The place is a disaster. My first impression was there was going to be a lot of time and effort needed to work this out. It was something we couldn't just plow into because we had a crime scene. We were able to walk in, a few of us, and look around and see what the extent was as best we could determine. But we're walking over watches and rings and valuables and everything else because it was all piled into this big uh, cement mess. Special Agent Frank Calley begins sorting through the chaos. Just everything was thrown all over the place. There, uh, the, the locks of hair, um, all kinds of check statements, uh, photographs, uh, things that people would normally put in the, in the in a safety deposit box. I remember seeing the urns with ashes of deceased people uh, in there. The agents begin the arduous task of determining how the burglars entered the seemingly impenetrable vault. They notice dark soil and pieces of burlap mixed with the cement rubble. Outside, they find the bank's audible alarm disabled. They also find a ladder. Interpreting the clues, investigators piece together the burglar's intricate plan to breach the vault. They disabled the alarm by injecting it with liquid styrofoam. It hardened, freezing the clapper in place and rendering the alarm useless. 
Then the burglars climbed onto the roof. Investigators find tape on a rooftop outlet, suggesting the burglars used the bank's electricity. When agents cannot find fingerprints on the tape, they conclude the burglars wore gloves. Fully powered, the burglars sawed a four-foot opening into the roof. Once inside the rafters, they clearly knew how to bypass the interior silent alarm system. They took a couple of uh, the wires and that would have normally transmitted the alarm signal, and they clipped them both and soldered them together. It was delicate, highly skilled work. Knew right away they, 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 they were smart. They did the homework. Even with the alarm disabled, 16 inches of steel-reinforced concrete stood between the burglars and the contents of the vault. The only way through, an intensely powerful blast. Agents believe the bandits drilled holes into the cement, then inserted dynamite and electric blasting caps. blast had to be precisely directed to blow through the cement without injuring the burglars or attracting attention. Agents conclude that the burlap fragments in the soil in the vault indicate that the burglars came prepared. They placed the, the, the burlap bags over the explosive, not only to muffle the sound, but also it would direct the, the charge into the, into the vault itself and, and keep the charge going into the concrete where they wanted it rather than coming back out where they were. The investigators discover burn marks on the steel rebar that reinforces the cement. They conclude that the burglars knew the blast could not crack steel and came prepared with an acetylene torch. Agents turn their attention to assessing the total loss. Bank officials report $50,000 is missing from cash drawers. But the thieves were not content with the cash. They took the time to break into 458 safe deposit boxes 